0: So I could just come up here and say whatever I want, and you'd say, wow, he's telling the truth. <laughs> but this is truthful about me. Uh, I love country music. So uh, back when I was uh, preaching uh, on a regular basis, like every Sunday, uh, usually once a month, I would uh, pick a song and try to use that song and weave that song in my message so that's what I've done today because I enjoy doing that and I I like the challenge so today Miranda Lambert uh, she sings a song entitled the house that built me and in that song she recalls the little back bedroom where she did her homework and where she learned to play guitar she talks about her favorite dog being buried uh, there in the yard. And in her mind, she thought if she could just touch this place, touch this house once again, or maybe just feel it, the brokenness inside of her might start healing. And then she sings these profound words. Out here, meaning in the real world, out here it's like I'm someone else. I thought that maybe I could find myself. If I could just come in, I swear I will leave. Won't take nothing but a memory. Uh, For a moment, think about the house that built you. I can remember a mom that modeled faith and prayer and trust. I can recall a father that worked long hours in order to provide for his family, teaching me personally the importance of commitment. I can recall grandparents that loved unconditionally. You could do whatever you wanted to do at their house, and they still loved you. It was a great, great, great place. I can remember a local church just like Crozet United Methodist, that accepted me and encouraged me and loved me every step of the way. I can remember people like Mr. Tissell. Once a month, it was our job, our ministry, to mow the churchyard. Mr. Tissell probably never said a hundred words in his entire life. He was just that kind of an individual. But we bonded together on those Saturday afternoons mowing that lawn. And we had a relationship, a friendship, that went way, way beyond mowing some grass. I can remember Mrs. Webb, who taught our kindergarten Sunday school class. What an angel, putting up with these five- and six-year-olds that were just not perfect (laughs) all the time. And then probably my favorite, Mr. Lank, a business person working in Washington, D.C. at a lumber mill. But he was our youth leader. He would come and just sit beside you and worship. He would uh, always be there for our sporting events. He was just someone that you trusted, someone that you knew you could tell whatever you wanted, and he would not judge you. He was just that kind of a Christian. These people and many others are from the house that built me, and I will remember them always. Several years ago, when I was a pastor like Pastor Sarah in in the local church, a scout leader shared with me that his family in Georgia would find a poor family, and throughout the entire year... His family would, would occasionally take this poor family food or buy them a piece of clothing or occasionally pay an electric bill for them. Many of us often do that at Thanksgiving or Christmas. But the house that built this scout leader taught him to adopt a family for an entire year an entire season, and to show God's love and hope to them every single day of the year. Another church member was raised in the church, and eventually he did become a faithful member of the body of Christ. One Sunday afternoon, using his words, he saw three ladies dressed to the hilt with gloves on and hats on, and they were there in a restaurant, eating their lunch. He knew that they had to have been to church, and something from inside of him, something that had built in his life, moved him to anonymously pay for their lunch that afternoon. You see, that house that built us, it gives us memories, but it also has shaped and formed who we are this day at this time I like for you to view a video it's about an Olympic runner named Derek Redmond I can't watch that without uh, tearing up and I've seen this video several times what makes a person injured in pain still want to finish the race you see the the house that built this runner Derek redmond was taught him about determination taught him about not giving up and then you have a father who comes down and assists him offering compassion and encouragement to help finish that race Somehow, this runner remembered all of that back in the past. And that helped him. It affected him in the presence and through his actions of that race that day. The prophet Joshua knew too well about the importance of remembering and about the power that comes from this act of remembrance. This prophet wanted his people to bring 12 stones, one from each tribe, and to build this memorial as a reminder of future generations to what had happened that day in the Jordan. The Jordan was at flood levels, but as soon as the priest's feet touched that water's edge, the water from upstream stopped. A miracle, if you will, the scriptures tell us. The entire nation of Israel crossed the Jordan and entered into the promised land. God's healing and redemption for his people continues today. The 12 stones that we heard about in the scriptures, the actions of a scout leader in his family, Buying someone a lunch, an athlete running a race, the house that built you. These are all memorials. They're reminders that God is in the world, that God is still teaching you, informing you, and shaping you. These are all reminders that God still challenges us. Reminders that there are still times for God to teach us as well. You see, now it's your turn and my turn to be a Mr. Lank or a Mrs. Webb or a Mr. Tassell. It's our time to teach the faith and to show encouragement and compassion. It's our time to help others make memories. So that they know about those 12 stones. So that they know about the power of God. So that they know that these memorials are true. And they mean something to the people of faith. You see, we will continue to run our races. We will continue to struggle with life. We will know brokenness. We will know the realities of illness and depression. We will see people dying from the addiction of drugs. We will witness firsthand oppression and evil in this world. We will wonder about the future of God's world. We are even wondering right now the future of our United Methodist Church. But these 12 stones... Little simple reminders that our actions from the homes that built us, from the churches that built us, just little memorials through all of this of God's grace and God's love. You you see the house that built you and the house that built me, totally different houses We come from different zip codes, but we are all one in God's house. We are God's family. We are a united family, a body of Christ. Thanks be to God. Amen. Thank you again for joining us for this week's podcast.